0: relax, buckle in. It's going to be a wild ride. I know those things don't quite go together. Sit back, relax, and buckle in. But it's going to be a lot of fun, and we're going to get the conversation started right now. And as always, don't forget, if you like what you hear, please rate and review our podcast. It is my honor and privilege to bring back onto the line Amy Rasdell. If you missed the last episode, go back and get yourself caught up. We had a great conversation. We talked about her getting starting her company, Billable at the Beach. What she does, we talked about. You know, getting what you're, setting the price point for what you're really worth, and how she helps clients overcome some of those initial steps when starting their consulting business. But the price point thing is really, really valuable, especially if you're an entrepreneur, a service provider, a coach, a consultant. So go back, listen to that, get yourself caught up. We'll still be here when you get back. We're gonna have part two of our conversation here in a second. And Amy actually traded her corporate job for consulting 15 years ago, so she's been in the game for a while. She makes. More more money today than most executives, and she works and plays every day. She founded Billable at the Beach, which is her company, to liberate six-figure earners by helping them build six-figure consulting businesses. She's passionate about helping others find the freedom and flexibility to live the life of their dreams without sacrificing the career they've spent so long building. You can find more about her and everything she does at billableatthebeach.com. That's her website, so go there, connect with her, and check that out. Amy, it's so great to have you back.
1: Thanks. thanks for having me back Mario.
0: Yeah, I just had so much fun with our conversation yesterday. I love talking about, you know, starting a business, you know, cuz I've been an entrepreneur now for a little north of 10 years and it's been a journey. I'll tell you I'll say that. I mean, there's been there was a few years at the beginning there cuz I went, you know, I used to be a chef and I went straight from cooking into doing my own thing. And it's it was so exciting at the time. It seemed like such a good idea. And it was, I don't regret anything. I, I learned a lot and I love, I've really liked, loved the journey, but it hasn't always been easy, right?
1: Uh, the, there's there's blood, sweat, and tears for sure.
0: Yeah. Along I mean, the way. I mean, those first, I would say like the first six to eight years of my journey were hard. They were fresh. There was a lot of frustration. I mean, it's still Beats go into a nine to five just because of the way I'm wired and the way I operate. I'd rather struggle on my own and eat and like eat it. I'll take, I will take the burden and the responsibility every day of the week. And I'd rather that than give my freedom to someone else. That's just how I am. But it was six to eight years. It was kind of hard. And then the last like two to three years have been, you know, they, I'm not exactly where I want to be. Don't get me wrong. I don't think we ever are. Life's a journey but i the last 2 to 3 years have made the struggle of the last six, of the first 6 to 8 years well more than worth it
1: i it's interesting and um i completely agree but i had a slightly different experience and now i've found that in the consulting world as i'm interacting and helping so many other people start their consulting business the trajectory in consulting is that it's usually easy to get started and you it's pretty quick to start generating revenue and the difficult phase comes a little bit later down the road. And um, in our last session, we talked a little bit about some of the mistakes. And I always like to talk about some of the pitfalls. But um, maybe we'll hold that just for a couple of minutes from people. But it's pretty easy to get started. But there's a there's a pitfall to be careful of a couple of I, years in.
0: I will say that in my journey, I, I was never at the point where Like, I was in serious trouble. I can say that. Like, I was never, I mean, I had some debt from starting a business, but it wasn't something like, oh, I can't eat tomorrow, right? I was never at that point. But what was super frustrating for me was I felt like my potential was way higher than the results I was getting. And that frustrated me to no end. So every day almost for a certain period of time felt like a struggle because it was like, I'm doing all this work. I know what I'm capable of, but the results just aren't there. And it was just that, that's what was very, very difficult for me to overcome.
1: Do you still have those roller coaster moments where, you know, you go through a phase where everything's going great and then something happens that really sends you into a plunge and then you have to climb back up?
0: Not, not really. I mean, I, because my mindset has shifted a lot. I mean, now I'm at the point where I live in, in gratitude, more, less expectation, more gratitude. And, you know, I... Honestly, I just I really depend on God. I have a very strong faith background and spirituality, and I've really invested in that over the last few years. And you know, it just seems like I, I just have this belief that's very, very strong that things work out and things yeah. are. If you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, right? If you're going where you're where you feel called, if you're spending the time doing the things that you feel are important, and you're trying to give back to others, and you know. All, better yourself first and then give that back, use that to contribute to others. Things yeah. have a way of working out. And, you know, I haven't been proven otherwise yet. So, <laughs> I mean, that doesn't mean life's always easy. Like things happen, right? You get yeah. in arguments, you have disagreements, you know, people get sick, things like that. But if you ha- keep that belief in that background that, you know, things are all things will work out eventually, everything has, there's a reason for everything, it helps you get through that. And, You have to practice that, in my opinion. I'd love to hear what you have to say about this. You have to practice that when things are good. Because if you don't practice that, if you just, when things are good, if you just soak it up and live in that, when that roller coaster happens or something happens that you didn't want, you don't have any reference to really strengthen that to help you get through it. You fall into that and then it gets, it can be hard.
1: That I I agree. That's a good point. And during those high times, you have to make sure that you still do the work whatever that work might be at right. that moment. So yeah, I agree with that though. Those are really good points. I like those.
0: Yeah. And I, cause you know, being, being an entrepreneur doing your own thing, there's a sense of responsibility that comes with it. There's a lot of good things that come with it. Don't get me wrong, but there's also a sense of responsibility that comes with it because it all starts and stops with you, especially if you start to bring on a team and you're responsible now for other people, you know, that's a big burden because everything comes, you know, it all, they say it rolls downhill, but it really rolls uphill because if something goes wrong, (laughs) you have to take, you know, you have to take it. And, you know, it's, it's just one of those things where you have to realize what you're doing. And, you know, cause I'd love to hear a little bit, you know, I think what comes into play there comes into my mind at that point is a lot of overwhelm. Like a lot of entrepreneurs, I remember back in the day when I was first getting started and I was just striving to fill my calendar because I felt like I need to stay busy. I need to do this. I need So I was just praying and working so hard to keep my calendar full with networking, appointments, client meetings, whatever I could do to fill that time to be productive, I, I tried to do. Then I got to the point where I did that. I accomplished that. But then I looked at it and went, oh, I have so much to do. I'm so overwhelmed. And then I, it was like that overwhelm sets in. But then you have to remember, hey, this is what I prayed for and worked for. I need to, you know, instead of being overwhelmed, I need to take it one step and eat the elephant one bite at a time. Right? So what are some of the things that you talk to entrepreneurs about or you help them with when it comes to like, okay, I wanted success. Now I'm getting success. Now it, this is like starting to get overwhelming.
1: So you just said one of my favorite sayings, you can only eat an elephant one bite at a time. One of my early career mentors taught me that. And I I think about that all the time to help myself. So As people are getting started in consulting, if the idea of starting a business is energizing and exciting, then I'm all in. I am so excited for you, but if you're like most of us and that seems overwhelming, don't think of it that way. I just want you to think about land a project, get a check in the bank, one project, one check, get it in the bank and there's something about bringing in that first bit of money or revenue that's really empowering and confidence building and once you start projecting that confidence um confidence sorry confidence it starts to attract and whatever your thoughts about the universe and spirituality there is something about money attracting money And once you have that starting coming in, it just shifts kind of your whole idea. You really have a business. So people think about starting a business and, and, you know, I talk about specifically consulting. Do you need a website and a logo and photos and all that stuff? Yes, but not right now. The only thing you need to do right now is land a project and get a check in the bank. And I'm going to tell you what you need. Here's what you need. Spoiler alert, you already have everything it takes. You need a phone, a computer. And here we're delivering digitally. So we we know that you have at least one of those. And my daughter had a phone by the time she was 12, right? So they're pretty ubiquitous. Um, computer, phone, brain power, and business experience. We all have those, right? All of us who are here today have those things. That's all you need to get started. And then you land a project and get a check in the bank. And if you want to dig a little bit deeper, I have at my website, Mario has already mentioned it's billableatthebeach.com. I have a free email course. I call it three action steps to generate revenue. Now hundreds of people have used it. It makes the foundation of my own business development program that I do every quarter. It's three fairly simple steps that give you the best possible chance of landing a project. And it's very possible that it will work for you within a couple of weeks. So if you're diligent about implementing those three steps, it's very possible that you will be doing paying work within a couple of weeks. So if you go to my website, it'll jump out at you. It's just a little free email course. It's quick and easy to, to, to do.
0: I love the idea of getting paying work in a couple of weeks, especially for entrepreneurs who are just starting out. That's the most exciting thing. I mean, yes, it's exciting, as you said, to see your website or have a great logo, all of those things, right? But what's really exciting and really what makes you want to do more work and really dive in is actually generating business getting a client serving them right
1: people sometimes talk to me about how do you invoice and i laugh and i say i i still do my own invoicing because when the when the money comes to you it's kind of fun so on the last day of the month it's kind of like my invoice party and i you know get a little thing and i sit down in my office and i send out my invoices and and it's and it's like a little celebration because i earned it I brought in the business, you know, me and my team, and it's going into my bank account.
0: Yeah, I love that. I have mine automated. So it, you know, because we do ongoing work. But every time a payment goes through, I get an email and I never delete those emails. I read them and then I leave them in in the inbox because those are good emails to have. So no matter how much I clean up my inbox or whatever, I always keep every one of those just so I say, hey, I, you know. I did I worked hard for that. I want to be able to go and see it. And it does. It gives you that little bit of reassurance and confidence boosting. And, you know, it's a good thing to see because that's the proof right there that, you know, you're doing it.
1: At the end of the day, a bit the job of a business is to make money.
0: I agree. That's the end result. You got to provide the service, but you do that. You don't, you know, unless you're a philanthropist and you have all the money you'll ever need. We're not working for free, right?
1: Well, that's my long-term career goal, is to be a philanthropist. And I'm working as that's hard as one. I can to get there.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good good goal to have and to be able to give back as much as you want. I can't think of anything better. So, you know, Amy, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for everything you shared. Again, billablewiththebeach.com is where people can find you. I would encourage them to do that. And uh, this has been so much fun. Let's definitely do it again soon.
1: Thank you, Mario. And thank you, everyone out there for listening to us today.